0: This is a true story of a group of aspiring voicers who came together to create a podcast to share and document their story and have their conversations recorded.
1: Find out what happens when people stop holding back and start getting real.
2: As in the very beginning, starting from their origin story, through their ups and downs, and so much more, as in beyond.
0: Get an honest glimpse behind the curtain as a few VO friends and maybe a guest or two
3: talk their way into and out of the booth together as they share pieces of their lives, voiceover journeys, and everything in between. This is From the Booth and Beyond. (laughs) Hello. Hi. Hello. Hold on one second. How's everybody doing today? Good. Yeah?
0: We can't can't hear Gabby. Uh-oh. No, can't hear her
3: okay oh. okay whatever she said yes <laughs> she up,
0: so I'm assuming no, 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 no. Gabby. Gabby
3: is that
2: Gabby hi oh, There I'm she is. is. Hey. <laughs> all right welcome guys to today's origin story for from the booth and beyond I'm super excited because today we get to talk to and I don't know interview Angela so I'm really excited and um, we get to know a little bit more about you because we've talked to you, but we get to like explore all of Angela. Um, so <laughs> from my point of view, I feel I just wanted to introduce you a little bit and say, like, I find that you are a really practical person who is yeah. very bubbly and funny. And you have like this infectious laugh Thank and you. <laughs> you laugh easily and often Yes, indeed. You do. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> and you genuinely bring brightness and joyfulness to wherever you're going, whether we're Thank virtually you. meeting or meeting up for coffee at the hotel when I came to Vegas. And you're always down to like join in the fun, you know, and yeah. it doesn't matter if it's planned or last minute. And you just like you just kind of go with it. And yeah. I know you're a mom and a daughter Mm -hmm. and a sister and a friend. And you've mentioned that you're a new auntie or auntie. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And
2: so I find that you're also like really committed and very loyal to your family and
3: close friends. So goodness. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Joss, I need to take you everywhere with me. So I'll just have you introduce me. You should come on my dates. Yeah. (laughs) I am the PR guru. Yeah. <laughs> <The new woman.
2: laughs> and when you decide that you're going to do something, whatever it is, anything that you decide to do, you think it completely through from A to Z. And then you jump in in a giant swan dive head first and fully commit yourself to it. And yeah. I think that's pretty awesome. So
3: thank you. Thank you. Sometimes it'd be awesome. Other times (laughs) it doesn't really pan out, but I mean, that's the point, you know, you're going to have to jump to figure out if it's going to work or not, but yeah, I I really am a, a person who thinks things through as much as possible before I actually make a step. So, um, and then when I do make a step, I make a big step. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. Yes, you got me all. You got me all figured out, girl. <laughs> all figured out.
2: Well, we've spent some time together, right? Yeah. So, and like, I feel like we've connected. I mean, obviously, you and I and Gabriella have known each other from the very beginning, the start mm-hmm. of our journey, you know, our yeah. four week intro class. And we're still hanging out, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. you know, and it's kind of part, the whole point in yeah. voiceover is, you know digging in and digging in deep and connecting and getting to know other people. And
3: yeah, I really value your friendship and I'm glad that you're here. Thanks. I value you guys' friendship too. Honestly, when I first started VoiceOver, I really did not expect to uh, become a part of such a a tight knit group as we are. I I kind of thought, thought, yeah, maybe I'll find some networking, some connections here or there, but this was a lot more Uh, that I can't be more thankful for so uh, thank you guys for sticking with me and uh, you know I know like you said we started from the beginning but Frankie he came in as well and he just was uh, just uh, you know he wrapped his arms around everybody and it was great so uh, I'm just Mm -hmm. glad that I could be a part of it thank you So how did you, okay. So
2: let's, um, let's find out a little bit more about you. Like, I want to find out like, how did you think about getting into voiceover and like, sure. where did you start from? Cause you know, let's share about like, you know, where you started in this whole realm yeah. of voiceover.
3: So I have been in radio, um, since 2007. So I'm going on what is about 14, 15 years at this point. Um, so I've been in radio for some time and, um, When you're in radio for so long or any career for so long, you kind of tend to forget what kind of skills you have. (laughs) So that if something were to go wrong or go astray and you needed to find a new gig, what would you do? And I could not figure that out for the life of me when it came for radio. I'm like, I don't know, I guess I could do office work. I don't know what I could do, you know? So uh, voiceover was something that a lot of my coworkers would, you know, tell me, oh, you know, you'd sound great doing this, or you should try this. And even when I first started, I had a couple of um, uh, production guys who were like, you should really take some classes. You should take some classes. And of course I thought they were just blowing smoke. And I was just like, it's fine. I'm it's fine. (laughs) I'm not going to. And of course, starting out in radio, you make absolutely nothing. So the classes obviously were not in my price range. So it was just something that I never thought about. But during the pandemic, um, you know, things kind of got scary as far as job security went. And, um, you know, talking with one of my good friends uh, who's also in radio, you know, we were going back and forth, like, what can we do? What side hustles can we do? You know, things like that. And voiceover just kept popping up in my head and I'm like you know what maybe this is the year maybe this is the year I have the money now I'm, I'm established I kind of have a couple of you know um, a little bit of experience uh, in the voiceover realm as far as like the commercials and stuff that I did in radio so I was like this is the time so I ended up um, going with uh, the voice actor studio which is um, a company that one of my coworkers pushed on me because <laughs> he had taken some classes and he liked them and he said that I should uh dive in as well. So I went with the voice actor studio and, you know, that was that was the beginning of the end. <laughs> Is that the right term? The beginning of the end. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the beginning that of
3: the was beginning. The beginning of the
2: beginning. <laughs> the there he goes. The
0: beginning. Yeah. <laughs>
2: But don't you find that doing commercials um, from a radio standpoint is entirely different than now that you've trained and taken classes?
3: Yes, it's different now. Um, before, I, I don't know what I was doing to be honest. Like I was just voice, I was just reading at that point. But now that I've learned some skills and techniques and the way I do my commercials for radio has completely changed and I can hear it myself. Um, I've had other people tell me they can hear it. Um, so it's, it's interesting, like with, with that training, just that little bit of training I did within, you know, uh, what was it like the, I don't know. When did we start voiceover training? January, January of 2020. Yeah. It was January. Okay. So Yeah. yeah. For like a year, basically before I started really, um, using those skills, to kind of cross over into my radio stuff like it's amazing just those little tiny things that I picked up from uh you know classes and it translated very quickly over into uh my radio stuff so
1: and that is that is true I, I remember hearing your one of your commercials when we started and then later on like a couple months ago I heard a different one but yeah. I guess you just recently did. And I'm like, it sounds completely different. It sounds really good.
3: <laughs> and uh, to the trained ear, you would notice that, you know, but a yeah. lot of listeners won't really, you know, basic well, listeners won't notice.
0: What would you say, like, are some of the things that you maybe had to, like, unlearn?
3: Ooh, Or good things question. that you
0: picked up in radio?
3: Um... Definitely. Well, I've always heard this for feedback is that I, I speak too fast. So that was something that I worked hard on with uh, the voice actor studio—is slowing down and really trying to enunciate. So um, in radio, it's, it's like you have to hit a post, so you have to be on a certain time limit. So I'm always trying to speak fast and get it out there, la 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 But with you know voiceover, they're like slow it down, <laughs> enunciate. So that was definitely one of those things that I. Uh, Like I said, I've heard it plenty of times throughout my career. I just never really. Yeah, I guess I didn't know how to do it until the voice actor studio kind of taught me how to, you know, uh, use these certain skills to to make things better.
2: Yeah. But I feel like in radio too, you have to like rip and read, you know? So like you have to go fast and like, it was painful to go slow.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I think naturally for myself, like I am, like you mentioned earlier, like more of a bubbly person. So a lot of my breaks already were, you know, uh, you know, they had a little bit more of a like dimension to uh, my commercials, even if I'm talking about a car lot or if I'm talking about, um, I don't know what's the most random, like a meat remote, like we're selling meat out of the back of a truck. Like even that kind of topic, like my voice is naturally like dynamic and I have these different um, ups and downs, but learning how to use those properly, those ups and downs and those that, that dynamic feature of my voice, learning how to use that properly through the voice actor studio was game changer for me for sure.
2: What was your first class
3: that you took? Well, I know actually, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the beginner's class, you know, I, you know they have the intro course and then we took the four-week beginner's class. And then after that, I think I just try to take as much as possible and, and see what I, I really kind of gravitated towards because I knew commercial was definitely going to be in my future just because I already had the experience in commercial. And I think that was just more of like a natural run for me. Um, but I've always had, a, you know, Even like when I was younger before radio, like one of my dreams was becoming like a cartoonist and I don't know why I was just, I was young, but like (laughs) like, becoming a cartoonist or writing a kid's book or being a part of something that was uh, important to my childhood. So Voices, um, you know, character voices, that was something that really I gravitated towards after we did like the four week course and all my commercial classes were out of the way. I think uh, c- uh, c- character work was more uh, up my alley. And I really do need to work more on it at this I'm, point. But
2: <laughs> I'm curious though, because like when we went from the four week class, you know, like did you have a game plan in place? No, because you, and you got your, <laughs> you got to your demo really quick. Like, you know, yes. one of the quicker ones in our group, you know, do you um, think it's because you're actively, you know, in radio yeah, and that was actually helpful or was it detrimental? Cause a lot of times you hear people in radio say that it, it took them longer, yeah. to, you know, to be demo ready.
3: Um, No. Well, like I said, I kind of already knew commercial was going to be in my future regardless, um, just because I had the the little bit of experience and it just came a little bit more natural than some of the other techniques that I wanted to learn, like voiceover, uh, I'm sorry, uh, character work and, you know, telephony and all those other ones. So um, I didn't really have a game plan. All I knew is that commercial work was going to be my first step. And then what I really, really wanted to get into is character work. And that's going to be something I have to work towards. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I guess I did get my, my demo pretty quickly, but I think uh, it was just, uh, it was just falling in line with everything that was kind of working out, you know, like I think everybody has their own path and you, you see the, your, your own sync signals, uh, you know, you see the green lights, you see the red lights and you kind of just have to go off of those. Yeah, and I think too you have
2: like that natural cadence and melody, and you know where to like inflect, and you know all that kind of
3: right.
0: stuff.
1: Right? Yeah, that's a good
0: that's a good word for it. Like melodic. Like your voice yeah. is like melodic. Is like <laughs> singing, kinda. Thanks. Um, but I I wanted to ask, like, so so you got your demo.
3: Yeah.
0: How long did it take for you to land your first job? So to after you got your demo, you got into the pay and play uh, pay mm-hmm. play sites. How long did it take to land that first job?
3: So I got my demo and I had kind of had like a, um, I don't want to call it a fake profile, but it's just like the unpaid version Mm -hmm. on, uh, voices one, two, three. Um, and, um, once I finally got my demo, then I actually paid for my membership and got it going. I think I did like two weeks, possibly like two weeks of auditioning before I got my first gig, which was, um, it was a world renew and it was about uh buying a goat for uh people who need them in Africa. It was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've seen it. It's like a charity where you buy a goat for a farmer and then the farmer can use that goat money to, you know, make milk and then he helps somebody else and it just is like a chain reaction. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you've seen the commercials. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I was that was one of my first gigs was doing a a voiceover for a charity called World Renew, which was really awesome. Mm. I was I'm happy that was one of my first gigs. Could we find it on YouTube? I'm sure I could probably, I don't, I don't know where it's at, but I'm sure you could find it. But yeah, it took me like, honestly, it took me about, I want to say about two weeks, but within those two weeks, I was auditioning every single day as much as I can. I think I was doing like 25 auditions per day for about two weeks before I actually landed a gig. So, um, it's a numbers game. It really is as much as you have to get as many auditions out there as possible to get your voice heard. And eventually people are going to start liking your voice. They'll either keep you uh, keep you for a certain project you're working on now or they'll remember you down the line. And that's where uh, that comes in, where you need to just get your voice out there and have people hear it. So, yeah, it it didn't it didn't take very long. It didn't take very long at all. Like I said, you set your
2: mind to something and you do it and you commit to it and you decide. And I love that about you because, you know, and I think that's probably one of the reasons why you are where you're at right now, you know, and you're working full time, right? And you're Mm -hmm. a full time mom and you're a single full time working mom. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's you and you just have to make it work and do it, you know? Yeah.
3: That's really inspiring. I think it's cool and inspiring, you know? I appreciate that. But, you know, I I have to give credit to my kid and, you know, to my job and stuff like that. You know, I think if I was a single full-time mom in any other position with any kind of other age child, like my son is 12 going on 13. He takes care of himself at this point. You know, if I had a younger child, you know, if I had a different career that wasn't so flexible with my, you know, work schedules and things like that, I probably wouldn't be as quick on the button as i am now but um you know everything like i said everything lines up the way it's supposed to for yeah. everybody else you know your your journey so yeah, you just yeah. Have to- but
0: i also think oh sorry.
1: Yeah. sorry no i was just gonna ask her a question like now that you're working have you seen like um a pattern in the work that you you've been getting like what's the genre you've been receiving more mm. that's a good
3: one. Um, I've done a lot of like educational commercials, like more like, um, you know, this is so-and-so school in Vancouver, Canada, or this is so-and-so school in Nashville, or, you know, I've done a lot of prep school colleges for some reason, like prep school, uh, commercials. So, So I've done a couple of those. Um, I've done some, uh, talk to text or speech to text, uh, type stuff, which was very interesting. And, I'm glad I had the experience with it, but I don't know if I'll ever do that one again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's just, I guess, I think more um, as, as far as style goes, I think I am really pushing the conversational, uh, more bubbly type, um, but still gets the information across. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they would explain that on some of the sites, but it's basically like, we really need you to talk about the information, but we need it to be more friendly in a sense. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah. So do you think making that it sound good? fun? Yeah. yeah.
2: No, you're good. I was just going to say like, so we're, I think Gabriella, were you looking more like, are you getting more like commercial commercials or are you doing like e-learning or oh. like narration
3: or, or
2: like, and you've done a little bit of character too. Already, yeah. I've done a little you know? bit of a,
3: a lot of it. I've yeah. done a little bit of a lot of it, but I think more commercial work is, yeah. is, uh, uh, outnumbering most of the other, uh, genres, but I've done, e, have done e-learning. I've done commercial. I've done a little bit of character work. Um, I've done some corporate videos. So, I mean, there's, there's a few out there, but.
2: So do you know. think you're going to go, <laughs> so do you think you're going to dive into character and further get into more classes and educate yes. yourself and learn and train in that direction or because I feel like once you get your demo and then you get out there on the pay-to-play sites which is I think where Gabby was leading like as you start getting into it and like you start getting work you start to see like a like a pattern or like oh I'm getting more e-learning or I'm getting more like commercial or I'm getting more like you know all of a sudden you're into audiobooks and it's like sure or are you yeah so it's like what are are you directing yourself
3: into like the next yeah you know Um, well, I definitely do need to do more studying in the character realm. Like, that's just something that is never going to stop you. Like, I mean, this whole career is something that you could, you constantly, constantly need the education, uh, regardless of how good you are, you need to keep up on your education and keep up on, uh, different techniques and skills and, you know, just to keep your, your blade sharp in, in the sense, you know, like you just have to be sharp in this game. So, um, For character work, yes, that's something I definitely want to uh, hone and and make sure that I'm um, up to par with some of the the big dogs out there. But um, as far as all the other stuff, like, I don't know. I just I don't necessarily have a direction. I'm just kind of putting my toe out there and and seeing where I can jump in. Honestly, like um, I have my demo and I'll try my best and give it a go. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And um, I think that's what's really cool about voiceover is like you can choose what you want to get into you know like even if you are accepted on certain commercials you can choose not to do it because the price isn't right or um you know it's not what you expected or something like that so um i'm just kind of i, I think that's something i've been like my whole life it's just like i try everything you know i just want to try everything see where i'm good at and see what sticks and a lot of times, a lot of it sticks. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm very versatile. You know, not only in my career, but you know, in life in general. So,
2: you said something really interesting too. You said you had a goal going off of the character stuff. Like, what was your big goal? Like, what is something that you want to see happen in the future? Oh, with character. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I just want to see my name on a credit, like on a rolling credit after on Pixar, you know, right? Yeah, Pixar <laughs> or Disney or. I don't, I don't care. I just want to see myself on a rolling credit. You know, it doesn't matter what the, the company is. I mean, Pixar, Disney, absolutely epic, but I would love just to see my name on a rolling credit as a character, you know, mm-hmm. even if it is just like, you know, a uh, grocery store clerk, number one, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, it's a start. You got to start somewhere, but I would just love to see my name on a rolling credit. I think that'd be cool. So I want to know. So, oh, wait, go ahead, Gabby. You have a question.
1: I, I, yeah, I just had another question. So you were talking about like, um, paying, right? Like sometimes you turn down a a gig because they're not paying you what you think is acceptable. Right. 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 Like how, how, how do you go about that? Like, have you ever (laughs) had that uncomfortable feeling where it's like, no, I can't do that job because you're not paying me enough.
3: Sure. Um, I haven't had a moment where, like, I've auditioned and they have accepted me, and then they were like, "Okay, this is all we can afford." I've, I've, I've always had gigs where I know what they're paying. So if they say they're paying a hundred, okay, you're paying a hundred for this. But there has been some times where, um, you know, here's, here's our script. Okay, great. I'll, I'll do the audition. Here's what um you we would possibly pay you or whatever it's negotiable. Okay, great. I'm okay with that. And then when I accept the gig, it's a lot more than I expected. But mm-hmm. at that point in time because it's more of a contract-based situation, I kind of already accepted their price point. Yeah. So, it kind of, you know, it kind of messes with your head. But luckily, um I've been able to find ways to, you know, speak to them and be like, "Hey, you know, this was a lot more than I expected it to be. Is there any way we can budge that price?" And Um, you know, they were really nice with me and they were able to move the prices around. And of course I didn't get exactly what I should have gotten, especially after taking so many classes and them telling you you're worth so much more than some of these uh, costs that people put out there on these websites. So, you know, make sure you are getting your bang for your your work, you know, and of course, I lost out on some money, but that's that's the the, the risk you take as a newbie. You know, mm-hmm. you do, you live and learn and you you go through some of these issues and then you learn and the next time it comes around, you're like, okay, I remember what happened here. So, you know, move about that. I haven't had an issue since then, um, since that one gig, but I was able to kind of get a little bit more out of them than I um, was originally expected to. If you so. don't ask, you don't get, right?
2: And True. you're learning still, because you're still like, in mm-hmm. the you know, the beginning phases of, yeah. of your career. So yeah. I have a question, because I know you're working full time and mm-hmm. you're in radio. So like, where does that lead? You know, where does, where, what's the future of your radio? You know, like, are you staying in radio? Yeah. Are you going to be changing gears and, you know, focusing just on voiceover, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to throw
3: in the Barbara Walters question. We're just going (laughs) to dig right in. We're just going to dig in. Um, you know, I, I think at this point in time, I'm, um, I'm, I think I'm ready to kind of start making my exit from radio. And I don't know, maybe it's, it's going to be like a share thing where I say I retire and then I come back like two years later, (laughs) like it might be something like that, but right now, you know, there's, you know, things going on in my life and, um, you know, my family were, uh, we're in Las Vegas and my, my immediate family's in Colorado. And it's just been tough to be that far away from them. Um, just for this job that didn't really pan out the way I thought it was going to be when, when I first signed on to, um, this particular branch of the company. Um, so, I mean, it goes like that for a lot of people. I understand that, but, um, I think my contract is kind of, on its way out. And it's probably time for me to get back home and um, readjust because of the things that are going on in my family life. So I think voiceover is going to be my part, my primary gig within the next year or two. Um, It's exciting though. Yeah, it is exciting. You know, it is a new chapter and, you know, I've been in radio for so long already. I'm just kind of, uh, I I hate to say it, but I'm over it. I I feel like I'm over it at this point. So um, it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's hard to say that because it's in your it, blood. Is, it is, it's in your blood. it is, it is in my blood <laughs> and it's something that I can easily fall back on because I do have the experience. And if I ever needed a good gig, I could probably, you know, call somebody up and find that good gig easily. Um, but voiceover is exciting and I'm excited to try and start something for myself and not have to answer to other people, but my clients, you know, instead of answering to a boss or the boss of the boss or the boss of the boss of the boss, you know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of that whole corporate chain and, um, I'm excited to start something for myself and, and just be happy with, um, you know, exploring something new and and honing my skills in something new versus something that I've been doing for, you know, 14 years. And, I'm not saying it hasn't got me places because it did. It's gotten me places, but it hasn't got me to the places I want to be at 14 years. You know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I totally. After 14 years, I feel like I should be somewhere where else at this yeah, point, but I'm yeah. not. So, yeah. A lot of times,
2: I I see people that radio leaves them, they don't go back. But like when mm-hmm. you leave radio, you might end up going back. Like the yeah. doors open still, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it's cool that you're starting like at yours starting a new chapter you know and yeah I think it's exciting I just have to know like you're from Colorado do you ski do you downhill ski? I
3: snowboard <laughs> I'm, I'm scared to ski oh that's I've, interesting I always, every time I think <laughs> about skiing I always think about those cartoons where the legs like kind of split apart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you like run into a tree I'm scared of skiing but no I snowboard I've snowboarded uh, since geez, sophomore year of high school, I've been a snowboarder. So and I'm like 36 now. (laughs) Although Um, I haven't have not gone up to the mountain for at least two or three years. I mean, coming to Las Vegas, it's been a while. And we have a a little ski mountain, but it's it's some ways out. And, uh, you know, being out here with just me and my son, he's not a big outdoors person so i can't just yeah. take him up the mountain i don't know <laughs> what teenager complaints. is right what teenager <laughs> isn't like you know yeah video yeah. gaming and stuff you rather play the video game snowboards versus actually snowboard so <laughs> so so um
2: so like what is some like maybe like okay let's talk a little bit about like you like what's your favorite food right like what's your or what's a fa- what's your favorite place to go out like if, you had, if someone said like let's go grab a bite to eat angela like not on a date necessarily, but like, you know, because <laughs> I wouldn't be
3: there. That's like... hard. I don't know. Like, you know. <sighs> that's hard. I I'm always just down to go. Like, I just, honestly, I like to go for company. Like I'm not going for the food, even though, you know, food's great. I love food, but you know, I'm always just down to go and hang out. That's it. You know, regardless of the food. And I like, I love trying new stuff. So I can't necessarily say that I have a favorite. Like if you were to ask me my birthday dinner, like what I eat on my birthday, that's my mom's uh, pork, green chili and beans and rice and sopapillas. That's like my favorite meal ever. Um, but as far as like, if you were to ask me to go out and eat and like, what's my favorite place to go eat? Like, I don't really have a favorite place to eat. I can see that. It's weird.
2: No, it's not weird. It's not <laughs> weird. Now I gotta I, think about no. it. Like, I don't know. I don't know. what. I about. loved it no. when we went to the karaoke bar and you were just like down with singing. Like you and I. Yeah, both. I Everyone have a else-
3: horrible singing voice, but let's do it. No. <laughs> No, yeah, right. Know. Are you, no, you kidding don't. me? No.
0: Are you kidding me? I fell <laughs> with you. It was you fun. Guys. It was it was you
3: fun. were great. It was fun. No, you, did do, great. I, you did yeah. great. You did
0: great. I, I do okay, have a you guys
3: are cause... blowing smoke. <laughs> okay, we have video ahead. to prove it. Have... I know that's the problem. That is the problem. All right, all right,
0: go for Thank it. All right. So you, you you mentioned dating a little bit. So I'm assuming Ew. you're doing some of it. Um. So if you could, if you could, if you could, if you could go on a date with uh, a celebrity, who would it be? But I also Ooh. want to know, like, on a regular, like, what is like your ideal type? Like, what are you looking for?
3: Sure. I like this question, Frankie. Thank you
0: um,
3: <laughs> um, you know i I haven't been dating a lot within the last year. Um, I was dating prior to that, but I wasn't getting good matches, and I just wasn't having good times, you know, trying to do it and then it started feeling like a job, and I was interviewing, and it just it was just not enough so i i just I put it away for a while. um but if I can go out on a date with any celebrity, oh my goodness, um. I don't know. I like them tall, dark, and handsome. Ooh, so, yeah. Jason Momoa.
2: <laughs> Jason easy. Momoa is my guy. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, he's not very tall, but I kind of have a crush on Vinny from The Jersey Shore.
0: Which
2: one,
3: Vinny? From- Vinny. Vinny? Oh,
0: okay. okay. You know okay. Who that is he's like yeah. stocky. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: He's, uh, he's with the Chippendales right now here in Vegas, so I oh. think I might have to go and check him out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I like, uh, you know, for the longest time, I had a crush on Jay Hernandez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's handsome. <laughs> he is. He is handsome. Um, but yeah, that's mostly my type. I just like tall dark and handsome that's that's where i go with (laughs) you can't argue with that yeah Yeah. although it hasn't been working for me so maybe i need to change my type (laughs) 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 i'm gonna have to see some of those blonde hair and blue eyes boys for a while i don't know
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's too funny what is your favorite place to go to to vacation i mean obviously like colorado is kind of like a vacation spot itself i mean you kind of lived you know, it's like mountain vacation. So where do you go? In- I love the beach, yeah. any,
3: any place with a beach. So yeah, I love, uh, you know, California coast. I recently only started exploring the Miami coast or like mm. the, the Florida coast. Yeah. Um, and that's only been just like this last year I've been starting right. to explore that, but Mexico and uh, Turks and Caicos. And I'm actually going to Puerto Rico in Ooh. June.
2: Wow.
3: So, yeah. Um, I, awesome. I love the beach. I love the beach.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Are you doing, are you awesome. taking your, are you taking your son too or? Are you no, this is a, a,
3: my, my good friend. It's her birthday in June. So we're going to head out there for her birthday and um, spend a couple of days out there. She's been out there plenty of times. So this will be my awesome. first time. So yeah,
2: I've never I been there. to Yeah. I've never been I'm there from before.
0: from Puerto Rico. Yeah. Are you? you? Yeah. I lived it, there till I was like, 13 or something
3: when's the last time you've been
0: back I've, i haven't been back since
3: ever, oh. ever. do you ever. want to do you want to go back
0: yeah I mean I, I would love to I mean I didn't go back for any like bad reason I mean I was a kid it's just it's sure. you know like it never you know it just never happened again I yeah. you know I still have like people that we know there
3: uh-huh.
0: but it's it's beautiful you know yeah. it's an island
3: you we're know, gonna stay it. in old uh, San Juan. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, so we'll be cool. in a little Airbnb in Old San Juan.
0: Yeah. So I find you're tall, dark, and handsome.
3: Man. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, you but might, I'm going to have to leave him yeah. over there. He <laughs> <laughs> might, oh, okay. you know, might follow I you. Am, I am. I do believe, like, I'm like, my soulmate is never in the places I'm at. Like, he has to mm. be somewhere else right now doing the same nonsense i'm doing (laughs) but (laughs) but we are not on the same path at this point in time so i i really do have a feeling that i'm not i'm probably going to be single well into my 40s i feel it i feel it it's fine it's fine everything's fine
2: <laughs> then, then you can get yourself a younger man,
3: right? Oh I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah,
2: tall, dark, yeah. And younger man.
3: Then <laughs> yeah, you have- there we go. And you can be like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that.
2: <laughs> so, when you're on the go and you're traveling, are you going to take your voiceover stuff with you? Or are you going to? Are you going to just put a pin in it and like? Yeah, probably vacation? not.
3: Yeah. To be honest, like ever since I um, I started um, so I I guess. Jeez, it's been about three, three or four months at this point that I've been really off my audition game. Like I haven't been auditioning the way I should be. Like, I honestly, if you want to make the cash, you have to audition. And, um, you know, before, prior to these last couple of months where, you know, I was running in and out and I had different plans and traveling and things like that, um, I was auditioning every morning before I left for work. I would, you know, get a couple of auditions in um, from like five to six a.m., and then every day after work, I would also audition some, and I haven't really done that even on the weekends. I've just been kind of lazy. So I need to, I really need to get back into it, but, uh, on vacation, I'm on vacation. I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm not gonna try and bring my voice over work with me. So one final question. Well, wait, there's two. What was your okay. very first job you've ever had? Oh, like ever the very first job. Yeah. Um, like, like, you like mean a like, Hey, or like, yeah, with like, pay, like with the pace, like with yeah. a pay stub or just yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like babysitting doesn't count. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, my, my first job job was at a Chinese food restaurant, but they paid me under the table. So I don't oh, know if okay. that counts, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was like Money. two years of my high school career. So yeah, I was a uh, Chinese food front uh, or front, uh, like front the of hostess? the house. Yeah. Hostess chick. Yeah. Which was weird, but it's fine. I like that place. Um, and then I guess tan your hide, the tanning salon was one of my first gigs, like paying gigs. Yeah. did you, Are you excited tan? about that? I, I oh yeah. Like, did you tan like every day? Oh yeah. I was oh. super like, you can't tell on this call right now because I'm super <laughs> pale, but I was dark. I was a dark young girl. <laughs> but after that, honestly, after tan Hyde, hide, um, one of my good friends, she was a, uh, I don't know what you call them, but you know, she would help people get jobs. A temp oh, agency like a recruiter worker. or something, yeah, yeah. A recru- yeah, a recruiter. And I was just helping her out with some things. I still had my 10 year high job and I was going to school at the time uh, at, mm-hmm. in community college, but I was just trying to help her out, trying to fill some gigs for her and, you know, just make some extra cash. And she ended up putting me in, um, this college called the uh, university of Phoenix, Um, it's like a, over like an online, uh, -hmm. at night class course thing, but the school itself was also in the same building as the radio station. So I was on this gig for probably about two months. Um, it was a night gig. So I was on this gig, I would go to class and then I would go to this gig and, um, I would always see the night jocks and like all the, the people who were coming in and out of the station come in and out because of my, my little glass, I was in a little (laughs) fishbowl. So I always seen them. They were always, you know, they were trying to peep me. They was.
2: Were <laughs> <laughs> they tall, <laughs> dark, and
3: handsome? They were not tall, dark, and handsome. But, <laughs> I mean, if you know anything about radio, Face night jobs are not, are not the, <laughs> the most handsome. Um, but anyway, they, you know, one day, one of the guys came in and he asked me, you know, what, what was up with me? And he was just trying to get someone to know me, obviously. And I had told him, I was just like, oh, no, I'm just going to school. And he was like, what are you going to school for? And I said, communications. And, it just, it worked out that way. It worked out that, you know, I happened to be going for communications. I needed an internship. They needed an intern. And I ended up getting my internship through that, that temp agency, um, Mm -hmm. job. So after that, I went from tenure high to a full-time, um, employee of iHeart of the company. (laughs) I can cut that out (laughs) of the company. Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, after that, that's, that's just been my career is with the company and I haven't, kind of ventured out since voiceover voiceover has been my first venture out of radio since i
2: was gonna ask you like how did you get into radio and you just answered my question so
3: yeah that's (laughs) it i started as an intern yeah i started as an intern i went to part-time did full-time then i got moved into uh you know a different um department so i went from promotions to programming to um uh, you know, just full-time on air to back to programming. I've been kind of all over. I did websites. I did, I did all kinds of stuff. I've I've done all kinds of stuff and um, music,
2: music. You've done music. I've
3: done music. Yeah. I've done all kinds of things in the, in the company, but like I said, for me to have so many skills and to have so much experience in so many different departments, I feel like I should be further along in my career at 14 years than I am right now. And I don't see that happening for myself. So I think, as I mentioned earlier, I think voiceover is probably going to be my, my better bet at this point in time. Cause I'm just, I'm tired of being on the, the, the rat race or the hamster wheel. Yeah. Yeah. It just keep spinning, you know, so now I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready to get off that.
2: And that's like so. you know half the battle though. A lot of people out there like are on the hamster wheel, don't know how to get off, and you mm-hmm. figured out a way to get off, and you figured
3: out a way to like you know yeah make a new like chapter for yourself. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I think r- what I love the most about it is the fact that you know not only am I picking up these new skills, but the idea that I am investing in myself. Yes. You know that I put my foot forward, I put my money forward, I put you know my uh, you know my heart forward to do something new. And, um, I, you know, I think that's something I've taken away more from this experience is that I'm happy that I'm investing in myself and I'm really looking forward to where that takes me. Um, because a lot of times we forget to do that for ourselves. We just think something's going to happen and we'll, we'll make it happen and whatever, but sometimes you really do have to put your best foot forward and invest in yourself and put the money on you and yes. make sure that you're, you're, uh, you know, giving yourself the good opportunity yes. to run. And your
2: son is learning from you too. And has yeah. even thought about doing voiceover, right? Yeah, so, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He has. And, um, I hope that one day he'll really buckle down and try it, but like <laughs> every once in a while, there'll be an opportunity for him. And he's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> teenager. But, um, but yeah, hopefully he'll see that, you know, I'm having a good time and that he can actually do it too. And he's, he's fantastic at some voices and I'm so surprised at some of his uh, accents, like he can do some really good accents that I can't even try and do myself. So <laughs> I-, I think if he really That's does funny. put his best forward, foot forward that he can, he can make something happen for himself too in voiceover if he wanted to. Isn't it
2: fun learning from your kids? Like it I is feel it so fun, you know, it like, is. I mean, I never wanted to be a mom and then here I am like a mom, you know, and it's like, <laughs> they bring so much joy and craziness to your life, they but do. they also, you lo- like really learn from them and they motivate you to like, yes, you know, absolutely. reinventing yourself and starting a new chapter and stuff is also beneficial yeah. for him in mm-hmm. so many ways. So yeah. all right, let's round off. Oh, I have one, uh, here's my, my second to last, Question or my last, last <laughs> question. um So, okay, so if there's one thing we didn't know about you other than working in like a, a tanning booth company <laughs> um, or like a Chinese restaurant, if there's one thing that, like, I don't know, we wouldn't even think to know, like, or we wouldn't even guess, is there anything that you would like, I don't know, like something um, random about you that, like, I, I
3: am random. Like, I, that's just me. I'm random. <laughs> um, Randomly gosh bubbly. I don't know yeah I mean honestly like you tattoos? spend some time with me I tattoos. have plenty of tattoos yeah, <laughs> I have three tattoos um I don't know yeah I, I guess it's just one of those things like you have to spend time with me to know that I'm a lot I'm like an onion like I have many different layers <laughs> I am I'm very much a a layered type person so uh you know I'm I funny. have it's true though I mean I, I don't really know what I would be random about me I have tattoos uh is i don't there- have i mean i have all my ligaments all my fingers so i don't know what else
2: <laughs> i don't know i just wondering so a okay, random
3: experience or something yeah an experience
1: random
2: experiences my life is a random experience i <laughs> crazy <laughs> i love it i love it though while you're thinking i love how like everything for you has just been fluid and flow like it's flown yeah like everything, like the universe is just, you've been it open has. to it and like, you've just gone for it and you've gone with it. And like, everything's just like worked out the way that you've needed it to work out. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's super inspiring for someone like me that's always been held back by, you know, by not doing something until the last couple of years. And 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 I've seen all of a sudden, like how much your life is so much better. If you just allow it to happen, you know, yeah. and just go with it and go
3: with the flow. So I mean, you obviously have to to fire me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. you. I mean, obviously you have to put like some work behind what you want, obviously. Um, But I mean, it it really honestly has been like that. And I, I, you know, I don't know what I can attribute to that too, but I mean, I have always kind of like had these ideas in my head. Like even when I started radio, I was like, you know, listening in the car one day and listening to a morning show. And I was like, that's going to be me one day. And, uh, you know, before, you know, it, I was in radio and I was on air and I was doing the same thing that I had suggested I was going to do. And, you know, I just, I think it's, you know, the power of positivity as as cheesy, as corny as it is, it really is. You've got to keep positive because you, if you continue to doubt yourself and continue to pull yourself back into that little cave that you feel so safe in, you're never going to be able to step out and and be able to get into those places that you want to be. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's been I've been blessed. I've been blessed to be (laughs) rolling on a good tide for quite some time. (laughs) Even with the you know certain issues that popped up here and there, but I mean, those those come and they go, and and yeah, it's life. So yeah,
2: I almost feel like there's like a story in there though from like your radio days. Like I feel like there's got to be like a random weird thing that's happened. Like you know when you're just out there like hitting the streets, like at a remote or like something random as, as anything random happened to you or like crazy where you're like, what the hell was that? Like anything like, no, you're like, no, no.
3: I don't know. I don't feel like anything is necessary. I guess this goes back Wild, to me just crazy being, like, yeah. positive, you know, thinking like things happen for a reason. And you know, I don't feel like yeah. things are randomly happening to me. Like, I don't know. I, can- I really can't, <laughs> <laughs> you're like I can't really don't <laughs> <put me down laughs> spot. no I can't I just I don't know like I've had great experiences in my career as in radio and I I'm I'm thankful for that um but I can't really pinpoint something that would be random outside of crazy outside mom, of yeah. you know just hanging out with random celebrities in this studio like I mean that's that's can part of the gig that's <laughs> just one? part of the gig yeah but can you name um, one yeah, um I guess no I can't even think of any. I've I I've, uh, do you guys know who Monique is? Yes. yes. Monique the comedian? I I've, yes. I've interviewed her a couple of times. I've I've interviewed a lot of comedians. Um I know uh, we're putting you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I can't even think right know, now. Um and just like over the the past couple of, you know, decades there's just been so many of them that they're just they're all they all just kind of mesh together at this point. I'll
1: come but, back yeah. to you later. You can report oh, yeah.
3: back. You can it's going to be back. like two o'clock in the morning and I'm like, Oh, I remember now. And you're but- like, thanks. Yeah, Jocelyn. <laughs> I mean, just look thanks. on Facebook. There's plenty of photos, <laughs>
2: <laughs> plenty of photos there. All right. Well, thank you for sharing like a little bit oh, of like your you know. world and like, you know, sharing a little bit about who you are and. And you'll have to report back to us about the famous people you've interviewed at a later date. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> you could Text me at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You'll probably be awake. <laughs> no. We'll be like five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate it. And I can't wait to like, I can't wait to witness the rest of your journey. And I can't wait to see and hear uh, you on a Pixar movie.
1: Yeah.
3: I like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> See your name in the credits—that'll yes. be really cool. that would be so fun. Hopefully, it's just a gig where I don't have to do much. You know, I just have to be myself, and it's—that's all I have to do. <laughs>
2: Alrighty, guys, that's it for this episode.
0: Thanks for sharing your time with us. Follow us on social.
1: Check out our show notes for any random and cool links. New episode every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Be sure to tune in next week
0: from the booth and beyond.